Hey! Hi, this is Dr. Christine. And Dr. Colin. And we are your co-hosts for the exciting new podcast called Love, Love Scrubs, Scrubs, and Stories, where we dive deep into the world of dating and relationships and go beyond the people wearing the white coats, the scrubs, and the stethoscopes. Come join us on this journey where we engage in dialogue and share stories of love, heartbreak, resilience, and triumphs. And we also navigate our professional lives with our hearts on our sleeves. Please remember to subscribe and hit the notification button to stay up to date on all future episodes. And, and we, we look, look forward, forward to, to seeing you inside. inside. Hello. Hey. Hi, everyone. Welcome to the Love, Scrubs, and Stories podcast. We are so excited to uh, be here with you all for another amazing episode. I am your co-host, Dr. Christine Nguyen. I'm joined by my amazing, amazing co-host, the one and only chef doc, Dr. Colin Zhu. <laughs> Dr. Colin, what did we talk about on this podcast? What, what are we doing here? <laughs> oh, man, what do we not talk about on those podcasts? Well, number one, thank you, everyone that's uh, you know tuning in for our episodes. If you are new to us, hit that subscribe button, and please stay with us uh, for up-to-date information. So. We are having an amazing conversation today. The guests, I cannot, cannot wait to introduce. But before we talk about it, you know, we are in the realm of mindset, right? And what does it mean to have a positive, clear, effective mindset? What does it mean to have a mindset shift? So Christine, can you think about, you know, the times that you've been dating and or, you know, in your relationships and how has a certain kind of mindset served you or didn't serve you? Can you give us an example? Yeah, absolutely. So mindset is so key, right? You know, we often think mindset in our professional lives, but certainly in our professional life, it's so, so important. Even I would say even more important. And we're all busy, right? We have a lot going on, you know, we're being pulled in a million directions. And we're also, I would say, control freaks, or at least you know, I know I can be, you know, to a certain extent, and also can be a perfectionist at times. And so some of that like bleeds into my personal life, you know, and, you know, and every now and then I would like, you know, catch myself doing it, you know, and like recognize that, hey, you know, like, this is not going to work. And, and, and then I would like have dates planned. And, you know, and it'd be like a really crazy day. And I, I'm like, I may not be in the best mood, right? For various reasons, you know? Mm. And and I've done it before where I would just like, oh, I don't want to cancel, you know, on somebody like the day before, you know, mm. or the day of, right? The morning of uh, for like an evening date. And so I would go with it. And, and I think just being at the date and just feeling like the energy that I'm putting off may not be so ideal. And it's not fair to the other person because I'm not mm. really bringing my full self to the date. Mm. And I've had to like, really just be open and honest about it and just like, Hey, you know, I'm really sorry. It's just been a really rough day. And, you know, and, um, and just being open, and honest. And, and, and I find that that actually like really helps a lot and just mm. kind of like letting the other person know. And then it's sort of kind of, cause then I think they could probably sense, you know, like just maybe I was just like stressed and not really like fully in it, you know? And I, one time I actually did end up canceling, on someone the day of, which I felt really bad, but I explained it and I followed through and say, Hey, you know, I would, I really want, you know, I really want to like meet you and have this date. Can we plan another day? And thankfully the person was like really, really kind and gracious about it and really understanding. And I made up for it, you know? So, yeah. So I think, you know, it's tough, right? It's, it's quite the balancing act for what we do in our professional lives and wanting to have that personal life 
at the same time. Sure. But it's such a juggling act. How has it been for you, Colin? We're trying for to juggle sure. everything. And do you have any stories that you'd like to share with us? I think it's one of those, you know, when we're juggling, it's always going back to that visual visual picture of, uh, you know, that those spinning plates, right? You know, as a healthcare professional, that's what we're doing. We're trying to either put out small fires or we're trying to like, you know, keep things going to see how, you know, what the outcome, you know, is, right? And in terms of how that translates to, you know, our personal lives, it may not pan out, you know, very well. In terms of my mindset, I've been through, you know, dates and relationships. Let's just say they don't pan out well. And for me, you know, I, you know, I come from like more of an anxious background. And if anyone has studied or have read about like, you know, attachment styles or attachment theories, I think that would be a good episode yeah, as so well. Important. You know, I, uh, I'm more of an anxious, you know, uh, attachment style. So, you know, for me, whenever there's something that doesn't hit right, my mind immediately goes to, ah, oh, man, this is not going to work out. It's hope, you know, it's hopeless for me. And, you know, I might as well just like adopt a dog and carry on with my life. And, you know, I'll just be alone. Right. So I've noticed that whenever you get into, whenever I get into certain mindsets, you know, kind of like that, more of a negative rabbit hole per se, it doesn't serve me well. I don't feel good after that. You know, I no just, one does. <laughs> I just feel like all doom and gloomy, you know, kind of like a dark rain cloud before a thunderstorm. And it's like, who is that serving at the end of the day? And, but admittedly, I, that happens more than I would, you know, than, than I would like to admit. So having that mindset shift in terms of, okay, how do I turn this negative into a positive? What kind of strategy is I going to employ that'll keep me going? Because at the end of the day, you have to ask yourself, what's the goal, right? If the goal right. is to be more in a long-term committed relationship, then guess what? I got to keep going. And whatever I have to learn and employ, I got to do. So... I don't know. Yeah. I, I'm so I'm so so excited for this next guest. Do you have anything to add before we introduce him? Yeah, so I am really excited myself to hear how he can add to this conversation and give us some practical tips on how we go about navigating some of these, you know, mindset shifts. And because a lot of times somehow our brain just does this thing where it goes for the negative, you know, I don't know <laughs> what it is. And I think it's probably part of our survival mechanism to try and it protect is. us. You know, I can't wait to to hear from him and with all the amazing work that he's done. And I'd love to see how we can apply that to our personal lives, specifically in the realm of you know, dating and relationships. Awesome. So let me introduce him. So our next guest uh, for this episode, his name is David Gibson. He is a speaker, storyteller, coach, and founder of Elevation is a Must, or EIAM, a personal development platform that provides young professionals with the tools, inspiration, and strategies to build, grow, and live out their ideas and vision. This guy is phenomenal. He's a phenom um, in this realm. He works, you know, in the corporate world. He works in entrepreneurship and him himself has a very powerful personal story. He said that he uh, hit rock bottom while building his business. He had to rise above mental health struggles and he had to uncover really, really hidden qualities and characteristics to achieve his own goals. And he's also producer and host of The Quest, a video series that amplifies stories of small businesses, educates entrepreneurs, as well as the Dreamcatchers Worldwide Broadcast, which is a live production that provides young uh, professionals with mindset uh, shifts as well. So without wow. further ado, <laughs> please, 
please welcome David Gibson. Hey. Hey, hi, David. Colin, Colin and Christine, great day to you. It's a pleasure and an honor. Well, thank you. No, it's an honor for us to have you take out time out of your busy life and yeah. join our podcast and share what I know will be an amazing and insightful conversation that we'll have. So thank you. Yeah, again. for sure. Any, any, anything to serve and add value to your audience. That's what I'm about. I love this guy. You know, David, you and I um, have worked, you know, differently in this podcast, and I know you do incredible work. So in terms of, you know, off of the topic, you know, that we're applying to, I know you do a lot of mindset strategies and talk and coaching in terms of yeah. leadership. You do a credible amount of work with young professional. So definitely hats off to you with that. I think a lot of generation, younger generation definitely need that in terms of that mentorship. In terms of relationship, uh, we, you know, you've heard Christina and I just talking about it. You know, a lot of us have run the gauntlet of dating, whether online or in person, and have been become dance, disenchanted and really, you know, we've experienced dating fatigue. You know, if there was mm -hmm. in, any coin to that, you know, you know, we coin it now, right? But knowing that a high quality relationship is a key pillar for our emotional. A mental and physical health, you know, what kind of mindset would you recommend adopting and why? Well, that's, that's an interesting question, Colin. And to really answer it, I'll first and foremost kind of begin with, I guess, the dynamics of a relationship, right? I think it's important for us to understand that relationships are all a part of life, right? I'm a firm believer that the quality of our life is largely determined by the quality of our, of our relationships, and we fail to often realize that we are in a relationship with any and everything, right? Like the two of you, you're a co-host to this podcast. That's a relationship. You know, you have a relationship with your spouse or your significant other, right? Whatever title you give that relationship, it's a relationship. If you have children, you have a relationship with your seed. If you have a job, right? You have relationships with your coworkers. Maybe you're a small business owner and you have a partner. That's a relationship, we also have relationships with money, right? We have relationships with the food that we consume. And then largely the most important relationships that we have are number one, the relationship that we have with our creator. You know, if you believe in a higher power, then, then also the relationship that you have with yourself. And I believe that that one in and of itself is what's influencing every aspect or every relationship that we have in our life, right? And I think it's important for us to begin to curate and improve and develop that portion of ourselves, how we see ourselves, how we view ourselves, how we relate with ourselves, because how you view yourself and connect with yourself will dictate how you interact with other people around you, you know, how you enter into other relationships, whether it is with a significant other or whether it's with a business partner. It's important for us to get the foundation correct and make sure that we're aligned with who we truly are. And to your point, as I was listening to the beginning of the conversation and you were talking about how we often have this negativity bias, right? It's like hardwired within each and every single one of us. And that begins to play itself within our relationships and how we interact with others. And I believe it's important for us, first and foremost, to begin to become aware of really the thought patterns that are influencing our beliefs and then ultimately the story that we are telling ourselves. Because... Colin, if I'm communicating a disempowering story to myself and I repeat this on a consistent basis, then therefore it's going to impact 
how I approach someone that I may be interested in. It's going to impact someone that I'm in a relationship with, right? Say, for instance, I feel less than and I feel as if I'm not lovable, if I feel as if I'm not enough. Then in many cases, what will often happen, happen is, and research has proven this, that when you're in a successful and a dynamic relationship, we often self-sabotage because the way that our mind is hardwired, we often get what we expect. And when we are expecting something and it doesn't, it doesn't present itself in our reality, in many cases, we will work hard to create that reality just because it's an expectation, right? And for example, you may have a thriving relationship, but because you're expecting a chaotic relationship or a relationship where there's drama or there's constant conflict or toxicity, then you're looking and searching for reasons to justify why this relationship should not work out, which can be self-destructive in the long run. So again, I believe the foundation where we begin is becoming more aware of the story that we're telling ourselves becoming more aware of the thoughts that are influencing us and understanding the emotions that are driving us on a subconscious level. And then as we begin to improve that, those aspects of ourselves, we can show up to relationships more sound, with more clarity, with more intentionality and with more love because we're loving ourselves from within. Yeah, that's awesome. My follow-up to that would be like to make it more actionable. You know, how would you apply it in terms of you know, if the first key step is to make is the awareness, right? Would it be as simple as opening up a journal and say, you know, before you go on any date, before you embark on any relationship, for example, right? Would it be as simple as what do I do, right? That could potentially lead to like self-destruction or self-sabotage, right? And how do I flip the script, right? Like, how do you flip that script of that narrative to kind of envision more of a positive, you know, outcome? Would it be something as simple as that, would you say? Well, even even before you go on a date with another individual, you first and foremost want to start dating yourself. You know, you want to start connecting from within and becoming more aware of who you are. Again, your thought patterns, your emotional states that are consistently influencing how you are showing up, right? To break it down, what will happen is when we start developing self-awareness, what that does is it enhances situational awareness because we're able to think critically in any given situation. And when I can think critically in any given situation, now I'm in more control of how I respond. So say, for instance, some things may happen as I'm interacting with another person. And as I gain awareness, I can begin to decipher these emotions that I'm feeling and understand that I don't have to really believe every emotion that I experience. It's really just the meaning and the interpretation that I'm attaching to what's going on in this particular instance, right? Mm -hmm. And again, to your point, as you were talking about that negativity bias that we often have, you know, Psychologists talk about CBT, right? Cognitive behavior therapy. And I'm quite sure you guys are in the health healthcare space. You're familiar with this. And with CBT, they break down a lot of different categories of thinking, right? They have the absolute thinking where an individual is always thinking with always or never, right? It's always going to be this way or nope, nobody ever loves me. I've never been loved, so to speak. And then there's another category of thinking where we have a tendency to focus on the negative, right? We're always looking at the negativity in a situation and overlooking the positive in a situation, right? Like somebody may, you know, have, you know, nine check marks 
in our standards or our expectation list as it relates to a significant other or someone that we're interested in dating. But this one, we begin to put a magnifying glass on it and we amplify <laughs> it. It becomes bigger than what it truly Absolutely. is. We have this negativity bias, right? Mm-hmm. We're searching for the negative. And then they had the fortune telling, right? Where essentially you're predicting the worst possible scenario. I'm going to get stood up. You know, they're going to, you know, laugh at me when I begin to express my true feelings and my true desires. And then this can lead you down a road of destruction because again, you have your guard up, right? You're defensive and you're not truly being able to be yourself. And then this is also tied to another one like mind reading. And we won't go through all of them. I'm just giving a few examples, right? On how, say for instance, you sent the text and then you didn't get a, a response back, right? And you're, you know, going to the worst case scenario and you're reading, you know, their mind, quote unquote, and you're thinking, oh, they're not interested. And the truth of the matter was, well, maybe they just left their phone in the car or, you know, may, maybe they fell asleep and they were tired and exhausted, but you allowed your mind to take you on this journey that mm-hmm. made you feel as if you're inferior, you're inadequate, you're not good enough. And this is going to put you in a position where you're not effective as you're entering into the dating space, right? So I say all that to say it's important that we begin to gain an understanding of what we are thinking and the story that we are telling ourselves, right? Become connected with the mindset that you habitually have and begin to pick apart, right? These areas that you can improve, right? I tell many people as it relates to individuals mastering their mindset, You don't have to believe everything that you think. So to your point, a practical step that you could begin to take, Colin, is, again, pull out that journal, right? And before you even start dating, start writing down those thoughts that make you feel some type of way. Start writing down those thoughts that make you feel less than or inferior or not good enough and take those thoughts to court. Challenge them, right? Seek out the validity in these thoughts. This was a game changer for me when I began to investigate these thoughts that were influencing me in a negative manner. And I began to find out that these thoughts that I was thinking were just lies and I didn't have to believe them because they were only existing in my mind. And when I confronted these thoughts and did the very thing that those thoughts told me I couldn't do, I saw the fruits of my labor. I saw the truth of who I was and I began to understand I'm in control of which thoughts I allow to influence me. And I don't have to allow this negative thought to dictate how I show up. And when, again, when you start writing these things down, you become more and more aware. The more and more aware you are, the more empowered you'll be, the more empowered you are, the more sound decisions you can make in any given situation. That's so amazing, David. Thank you for going through all that. So I loved it. So you talked about, so recognizing the awareness and uh, putting them down, perhaps on paper, like a journal, questioning those beliefs, those dysfunctional, you know, thoughts that we have. So how do we take this further on, you know, now we've got the awareness, the recognition, the questioning, how do we take this step further to help rewrite our story to get us closer to where we want to be? Before we, even take a, mm-hmm. be, before we even take it a step further, I'll even add to that first step, seek out those that you trust those that have your best interest in heart and ask them, where do you see myself? Like, where do you see me limiting myself? Like, where do you see me creating restrictions in my personality? Or where do you see me creating restrictions in the possibilities, not just even in relationships, but just in life, right? Mm. How am I restricting myself as it relates to my career, my profession, 
who I am as a person, as a man, as a woman, to get insight from their perspective. Because a lot of times, my grandmother used to say, you, you can't see the picture if you're in the frame. You have to kind of step away. And those that are close to us, they see the ins and outs of who we are. You know, they they see, you know, every aspect of who we are. And we can, they can begin to kind of hold us accountable and call us out on areas that we can grow and improve. But to transition into the second step, once you start becoming aware of these areas where you are limiting yourself, right? Again, the next step is to take action. Awareness, we can't stop at just becoming aware of what it is that we're thinking and what it is that we're feeling. We have to actively reframe these things. And we learn by doing. We learn by doing. So say, for instance, if I'm constantly thinking that I'm going to be rejected, I'm going to be denied access to connection with someone else, then I will challenge that thought, right? It may not be, you know, someone that I'm interested in. It may just be, hey, I'm going to take a baby step. And today I'm going to speak to a stranger. I'm going to connect with someone that I don't normally connect with on a day-to-day -day basis. And I'm going to express myself. I'm going to be me in this interaction. And you'll start discovering that that voice that told you that people don't want to hear from you or are not interested in you is nothing but a liar. And again, you're going to start developing courage and courage becomes confidence. And then confidence becomes you stepping into that arena that you're aiming to experience and live. But it starts with you, of course, being aware and then acting on. I'm going to challenge and confront this negative thought that's really been robbing me of the life that I'm aiming to experience. Yeah, I, I, I love that. And, you know, I direct, you know, analogy would be you know, we learn so much through books, right? You know, we have, you know, our four years of training, right? Depending on what type of healthcare professional watches this, it varies, but we have our school, we have our classroom, but we can't, you know, once you graduate, you know, bam, you know, you become that professional. We have to apply it. Like you said, we have to go through residency. We have to go through that training, right? And repeat. We go through so many cases to understand the different types of volume of patient load, right? So applying mm -hmm. that same analogy, that's the same thing. I think that's beautiful. The way you uh, put it is just doing those baby steps of not even approaching, you know, before you approach dating and or, you know, those long-term, you know, relationship types of scenarios that you want for yourself. How can I apply this within myself and apply those nuances? Because sometimes when you uncover those nuances, you actually learn more about yourself and you're just like, wow, I didn't know. I didn't know that I actually do X, you know, or I do Y until I actually apply this baby step of a strategy. Yeah. And, and that's the key, Colin. And you bring up a very important point. Like for those that are listening and tuning in, really ponder on this. Have you taken a, a brief moment or, you know, an extended moment, so to speak, to consciously become aware of who you are, right? You talked about, I want to learn more about myself. We have been conditioned by so many influences, whether it has been our family, our traditions, our past, society, social media, the vast media, Hollywood. We have all been conditioned. And we begin to create these quote unquote models of who we should be, who we ought to be, who other people expect us to be while failing to identify who we truly are. So for many people, they're putting on a mask and they're wondering why they're unhappy is because they're not connecting with their true self. So what we must do is we have to take off the mask and first and foremost, 
learn to embrace who we truly are and understand that you're going to be different from everyone else. That's not a bad thing. Most people run away from that. They run away from their uniqueness. They run away from what makes them extraordinary. I tell many people, in order to become extraordinary, you can't give away your extra. We were all born extraordinary, but the majority of people give away their extra and they settle mm. for the ordinary. You have to hold on to your extra. And a part of holding on to your extra may be, hey, you may not fit in the crowd. There may be some people that scrutinize you. There may be some people that don't approve of who you are. But at the end of the day, their opinion should not become your truth. So I say that to say, develop the habit of really connecting with yourself and really begin to assess how you're approaching this journey that we call life. Are you doing things because you truly want to do them? Are you being who you truly are? Are you living the life that makes you come alive? Are you truly blossoming? Are you truly expressing your unique abilities, your unique essence? If not, then develop the courage of being yourself. It's at that point that you'll be liberated from all these expectations, all of these restrictions, all of these self-imposed limitations that you've created because you're seeking to fit in. No, have the courage to stand out, fall in love with yourself. And what will begin to happen is, as you begin to love yourself, you'll begin to attract everything and everyone that you've been destined to connect to. For many people, right, you're wondering why you're repelling the people that you desire because <laughs> you're not being who you truly are. In life, we don't get the things that we want. We attract the things that we are. So if there's something that you want, it's your personal responsibility to start reflecting it. And what better thing to do than to start reflecting the essence of who you are? Are. It's a challenge. It's difficult, but it's well worth it. Amazing. Amazing, David. I loved it. So you shared this, this quote that I really liked on one of your YouTube shorts. And mm -hmm. it said that a bird sitting on a tree is not afraid of the branch breaking because the bird's trust and confidence is not on the branch. It's in its yeah. own wings. Hey, guys, we'll be right back. And now a word from our sponsors. The Loves, Girls, and Stories podcast is a collaboration and co-production between The Chef Doc and White Coat Romance. The Chef Doc is a wellness platform that offers innovative approaches to thriving and offers a self-empowerment book, podcast series, on-demand masterclass series, as well as a brand new app. The app provides self-guided education such as food as medicine, self-care, and resilience. Coaching services are also available, whether you prefer one-on-one -on -one or group-type settings. Please go now to your app store, as well as Apple as Google Play to download for free. White Coat Romance is a dating app for healthcare and health-related professionals and students in the U.S. and Canada. It's a lively space where you can find love, companionship, and build meaningful connections with like-minded professionals. If you're single, go to the App Store and Google Play to download and join our vibrant community. As we both serve these amazing communities, we also acknowledge the value of continuing education. Therefore, we're super excited to share an enticing opportunity with our listeners. Our episodes are continuing education eligible. That's right. You now have the opportunity to earn valuable credits while enjoying our content. Rest assured, the episodes will always remain free as we are committed to supporting our communities and amplifying the voices of healthcare professionals. To get a better understanding of how this works, the first three episodes are free to obtain, then the rest of the podcast episodes are at a nominal cost. So you might be asking who can earn credits? Well, physicians, nurses, nurse practitioners, physicians associates, pharmacists, dentists, as well as dietitians and dietetic technicians. 
If you find yourself in need of CE credits, we kindly ask you to consider directing your CE funds towards supporting our cause. Your contribution would greatly help us nurture our podcast production and continue to bring you valuable content. We are deeply grateful for your support. From all of us here at Love Scrubs and Stories Podcast, thank you so much for choosing us. And enjoy the rest of this episode. Hey guys, thanks for listening. And now back to the episode. So I, I really love that. So how do we build the confidence, especially for, you know, some of our audience members who've been out of the dating game for a while? Like, how do we begin to build that confidence? Well, out the gate, it's important to understand that your value doesn't diminish because someone doesn't accept who you are or they are not interested in being with you. Using that metaphor as an example, that bird sitting in the tree is not concerned about, hey, this other bird that's not standing there with him and then that branch breaking and then it can't handle the situation at hand. No, I can fly to something different. I can move on to something greater. I don't have to expect you to be with me and that's not going to dictate my worth or my value. That's where the confidence and the belief comes into play, right? And understanding that Everybody is not going to see who see you for who you truly are. Everybody's not going to love you. Many people are not going to like you. In fact, many people may hate you at the end of the day, right? And they may say certain things about you, but it doesn't matter what anybody else says. What matters the most is what you believe about yourself. Now, don't get me wrong, right? I'm not saying approach it with this narcissistic mentality where you're not open to constructive feedback, right? Say, for instance, I have areas to grow as a man, Colin, and I can't be so arrogant to the point that where one of my partners or, you know, someone that I know has my best interest in heart is saying, hey, David, D1, you need to make these necessary adjustments and show up more effectively and be a better you. I'm not saying disregard all of that. What I'm saying is have that discernment to understand that there may be some people that aren't going to see you for the essence of who you truly are. Continue to work to be better. But at the end of the day, if somebody rejects you, if somebody does not like you, if somebody doesn't approve of you, that should not dictate how you value yourself or the worth that's attached to who you are as an individual, right? I love the example where if you grab a $100 bill, so Kristen, you have $100 and you give it to me, right? And I begin to crumble this $100 bill up and I throw it on the ground. Do you still want that $100 bill back? Yes. <laughs> Say for instance, I begin to stomp on it, right? And I'm just kicking it all around and I toss it into some dirt. Would you still be interested in this $100 bill? Sure, why not? <laughs> <laughs> why not? Well, we're laughing, but the truth of the matter is the $100 bill did not lose its value because of what it experienced, mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. And for many of us, right, we look at our experiences, our circumstances, our situations, rejection, things that happened in our yesteryears, right? And we begin to start diminishing our own personal value. And we feel less than, we feel inferior, right? Maybe you got a divorce and you feel less than as a man or as a woman. Maybe that relationship that was long-term, you guys broke it off and now you're hurt and you're heartbroken and you feel as if you don't carry any value. No, that's not the case. You still carry your value, but it's up to you to own that value, to represent that value, to understand that the value is at work within you. It doesn't matter what happens. It doesn't matter what you've experienced. You still carry worth. Mm. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. 
one of the, one of the things that I love about Tony Robbins and you know I'm sure you do too as well David is you know certain events that transpire in our lives they don't happen you know to you they happen for you and it's yeah. really mm-hmm. you know it's really about understanding that life you know we're talking about you know of course we're talking about relationship but relationships is part of our life experience yeah. and they're going to happen. You know, I love using the analogy of waves, right? You know, I'm, you know, we're both in California right now, you know, all all about the waves, oceans, waves, they continue to come sometimes small waves, sometimes big waves, right? And it's about how you get up on that surfboard and continue to surf. So at the end of the day, you could have really, you know, what we perceive as poor relationships, people mistreating you, But like you said, that shouldn't take away, you know, from you, you know, if you treat yourself like a diamond, you can't, you know, phase a diamond that easily, you know, it's, it's, it's hard, it's, it's almost impenetrable, right? But if we can see that value in ourselves, you know, we continue with our head up high moving onward and forward. So I appreciate that analogy very much. Yeah. I mean, and it, and it really highlights how in any given situation, Something that no one can take away from us, Christine and Colin, is how we respond, right? How we respond. Of course, we can't control what happens. You know, we can't control what someone else thinks of us. We can't control what someone else says to us. But we can always control how we respond to any given situation. And the largest influence that dictates how we respond to situations is the identity that we associate ourselves with, the story that we're telling ourselves, right? So to your point, Colin, if I'm doubting myself, if I don't see my worth or my value, I'm going to react or respond to a situation differently in comparison to when I love myself. I see the value and the worth as who I am as an individual. I'm going to approach a rejection or a breakup or, you know, a heartbreak in a different manner because I understand my worth. Now, granted, yeah, you're going to get hit. Like love is love, right? Love, will, love. Will, I think it was Michael Jackson that said, you know, love, love will get, make you high and love will make you cry, right? You know, so, you know, it's, 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 it's a part of the cycle. But through it all, we can learn from every experience, We can grow from the misfortune. We can become better because of the setback, right? Or the breakup or, you know, the heartbreak, so to speak. But it's all a matter of how we view and see ourselves. And when you get that, like if you get to the core essence of who you are and you love that, that's when you become unstoppable. And that's when you can be your best in any given relationship. You'll be the best father, the best mother, the best spouse, wife, husband, the best employee, the best business owner, the best partner, because you're connected with yourself. Amazing, amazing, David. I'm feeling so inspired. (laughs) I loved it. So speaking of Tony Robbins, like a popular quote that he that he has was where your focus goes, your your energy flows. And mm-hmm. I really love that. And so let's say we want to, you know, take this a step further and we want to focus on putting out positive energy. And, you know, Colin and I are very big about energy. So how do we begin to 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 do that? I mean, I mean, for those that are actually listening, you've already taken a step like you're you're consuming content. 
that's putting you on the frequency to seek out the good, the positive, right? You know, things that will help you advance as an individual. You want to surround yourself with people that are talking about possibilities, talking about ideas, creating solutions to problems. A lot of times we can get stuck into this cycle where we're dwelling on our challenges, dwelling on our setbacks, dwelling on our situation. Hey, I want to be married or, hey, I want to start a family or, hey, I should be further along at this age that I am right now. And then we start creating a pity party and people that are feeling sorry for us. And, you know, of course we have those moments, but those moments aren't really going to serve us if we stay there and get stuck in those moments. So we want to surround ourselves with people that help us get out of that trap, right? Move beyond those feelings and those emotions, unpack them productively and effectively and say, hey, you're better than this. There's something greater out there for you. Keep moving forward, right? You want to surround yourself with the energy that you're aiming to attract. You want to become that, right? Start going and volunteering with people that are passionate about causes. Start doing things that support the vision, the purpose, and the goals that you have so you can be in alignment with the life that you're aiming to experience. When you were uh, talking about cultivating that internal work and, you know, it sounds like we're, 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 you know, relating to the concept of mirroring. And one of my favorite things to talk about is, you know, your external world is a reflection of your internal world. And there's this popular Mm -hmm. cartoon of a cat that uh, looks in the mirror and they see a lion, right? So, you know, it's a good visual representation and <laughs> I'm laughing because I have a cat and that's, you know, and, and, and it's really a good visual representation of really how you see yourself, right? I mean, yeah. you could look at the mirror and you could see your exact self, but your, your brain, what it does, it's so tricky where you see yourself and you just, you know, hate on it. You hate, you pick apart, you know, some sort of like, you know, you shame, you know, you go into body shaming of you're just yourself, right? Yeah. And we say that we are our own worst critic. So it's really, it's not an overnight thing. I think at the end of the day, what you're saying is putting in that work before you do anything else, including dating and relationships, and this applies to other aspects in life, is really putting in that work to cultivate how you look at yourself. So when you want to you know, go into that relationship, you know, you begin to exude. And, you know, I believe in the law of attraction to be able to kind of attract that potential partner, you know, for yourself. Yeah. Yeah. And it's, it's a daily discipline, Colin, right? Because again, it's easy for us. I'll say it this way. It's easier for us to remember our past and to be stuck in our present than it is for us to visualize possibilities or the future, right? And that's going to require you mastering your mind, right? In those given moments when, yes, you're envisioning something bigger, something greater and something better, but you're looking at your current reality and it doesn't measure up to what it is that you envision. It's in those moments. I love the concept that Steve Jobs had talked about in his autobiography where he was describing really bringing these innovative products to the marketplace that no one had ever heard of, right? He's disrupting industries. And he said in order to do that, he had to distort reality, right? He had to suspend the current moment, tuning out all the noise in the right now and continue to visualize what can be. Place yourself in that future, right? Now, granted, 
we're not describing you have to be this perfect person and then there your your prince charming is going to show up and and be ready to you know to to wife you up right or you know the you're fantasy <laughs> your queen right it's, i'm not describing that i'm talking about building that momentum getting the wheels spinning you continuing to evolve, you're improving, you're developing successful practices, you're incorporating effective habits, your mindset is evolving, you're becoming a better version of who you are, right? You're connecting with the true essence of you, and you're going to start attracting everything that's on that frequency. And then new opportunities will begin to open up, not just in the area of your relationships, we're talking about personally, professionally, right? Mentally, emotionally, spiritually, you're going to start reflecting what it is that you desire, and then attracting everything that it is that you truly want for your life. But at the end of the day, it starts with you mastering your mindset in the right now. Again, beginning to pick apart areas that you can improve about yourself. It's not about shaming yourself. It's not about criticizing yourself. It's about you becoming your inner coach and you identifying how you can be better. Hey, I can think a little more empowering in this aspect of my life. I'm going to get rid of this negative thinking. I'm going to stop criticizing myself. And instead, I'm going to love myself. I'm going to encourage myself. I got to understand I'm not a slave to perfection. I'm a work in progress. I'm going to take daily steps to be a better me. And over an extended period of time, you're going to start aligning yourself with everything that you truly desire. I love amazing, it. Amazing. <laughs> Every time I talk to David, I I'm know. just like, I'm man, just like blown away. I'm blown away. The mind blown emoji doesn't, Ooh. it's like, it's not even a big enough, <laughs> you know, picture to be able to capture, you know, this man. So, so in respect to time, you know, we can go on forever and I'm loving, you know, this conversation, you know, what would you say is the key takeaways in terms of doing that hard internal work, cultivating that authentic you know, higher version of you. And, you know, if people want to reach out to you to learn about more of what you do, because you do so much, you're, you're, you're a jack of all trades, but you're, you're so good in every single one of them, you know, um, how do people reach out, you know, reach out to you as well? So I'll, I'll start by answering the second question first, because I want to give us a call to action before I conclude and wrap up. So to stay connected, visit the website, elevationismust.com. Take advantage of all the free resources available there on social media at D1 Gibson, pretty much on all platforms. And then youtube.com forward slash David Gibson. Take advantage of all the videos and the content that's available there. But to answer your question. Here's a call to action that I would challenge each and every single person listening to this podcast right now to take on. Take a moment today, right after you conclude listening to this broad, not broadcast, but podcast, this episode, this conversation, <laughs> however way you want to define it, right? Open up your journal and write down this simple question. What or who in my life do I need to release that I haven't done yet? Hmm. Sit on it right? Think on it. Meditate on it. Like you mentioned earlier, Christine, where our focus goes, our energy flows. What will begin to happen as you begin to meditate on this very simple question? You're going to start experiencing re some revelations. It may happen immediately, right? For many of us, you may immediately identify because you have already been pondering this thought, maybe on a subconscious level, because you've been uncomfortable, right? You're unhappy. You're not fulfilled. You're not connected with your true self. So a lot of these things are going to come to the surface immediately. But the more and more you begin to meditate on this, 
you write these things down and you'll begin to identify different areas of your life that have not been serving you. Relationships that you have been tolerating or accommodating Mm -hmm. simply to appease other people that Mm -hmm. really has no mutual benefit. There's no reciprocity, right? Like you're not receiving anything from this interaction or this relationship. And in many cases, it's been a burden on your shoulder. It's weighing you down and stunting your growth and your progress. So what we want to do is start becoming aware. Again, we're going back to the word awareness. And we're becoming more aware of different areas and aspects within our life that we can change, grow, and improve and do better at, right? And begin to write these down and then take them on one after one. We're not talking about, Colin... Tomorrow, you're going to be able to write all these things down and then brand new you, you've completely reinvented yourself, right? (laughs) You will put yourself in a whirlwind of shock, right? Because you're aiming to change different aspects of your life that may have existed for years. And in many cases, going all the way back to your childhood, right? Where you've always been this pleasing, like people pleasing person, right? Or you're always putting other people's needs in front of yours. If you've identified that these are areas that you need to eliminate and release, it's going to take some time, but it starts with you becoming aware that this tendency, this trait about myself, this characteristic, this behavior pattern, this relationship, it's not serving me. I need to make a change. And the change has to start with me because a change in my life starts with the change within me. I have to initiate that change. So again, start with that simple, but powerful and profound question. What And who in my life do I need to release that has not been serving me? Wow. So powerful, (laughs) David. I will definitely ponder that question. You've uh, effectively, like, you know, got her (laughs) to like, oh, (laughs) damn. Yeah, I'll fill in the words. I'll fill in the response. It's damn. (laughs) Absolutely. That's my thought, too. I heard the cat in the background, Colin. I heard the cat in the background. The cat may be on the on some eggshells right now. He's thinking, hey, you know, he may be thinking I need I need to be released. <laughs> He's like, Dad, what are you doing? Stop doing another podcast of authentic growth and progress. What is this? Yeah. <laughs> so cute. Well, David, yeah, like Colin said, like we could definitely continue and but certainly, you know, really appreciate you taking the time to share your wisdom Absolutely. and your insights with with us and our audience. Very high yields. It's a packed value. We appreciate you for doing that. With that, Colin, was there anything else that you'd like to add before we unfortunately no, no. need to wrap this up? Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Thank you so much again for taking out the time. Continue the great Absolutely. work that you, you know, do. And just, it's literally just, exu- he's just exuding himself, you know, all the stuff that he's doing. And uh, definitely check out his socials and the work that he does. And we can't wait for you to produce um, some more. And thank you so much for uh, addressing our audience. We really appreciate it. Oh, yeah, for sure, man. Anytime. I love what you guys are building, the work that you're doing, the content that you consistently deliver as you're launching this new platform. It's well needed, well needed. Right. You know, like I mentioned earlier, the quality of our lives is largely dependent upon the quality of our relationships. So it's important that we begin to invest time and energy and resources in improving those aspects of our lives. Right. And again, it starts from within. So the more better that we can become, the, the more we can improve, the more we can connect with the true essence of who we are, we're going to start showing up in our relationships more effectively and start building at a greater scale. 
Awesome. Awesome. And with that in mind, guys, thank you so much for watching this episode. If you like this, please like, share, and subscribe. And if you think that this is a benefit for someone else, please let them know. On Apple, give us a five-star rating and tell your loved ones. With that in mind, until the next episode, please thank David. Thank you so much, brother. And we'll see you Bye, guys David. on the next episode. <laughs> see you guys next time. Bye. Hey guys, thank you so much for watching and listening to this channel. If you enjoyed this, please like, comment, and subscribe. And if you felt like this was a benefit for someone else, please let them know as well. As a reminder, this channel does not offer medical advice. All opinions expressed are ours and our guests only. It is for general informational purposes only and does not replace professional healthcare services. Please consult your own healthcare provider for any medical issues you may have. Until the next episode, whether you're in and out of your scrubs, Please remember to love yourself and others and lead with kindness. Bye. Bye.